0: Thank you for joining the Minority Health Matters podcast, produced and paid for by the Indiana Minority Health Coalition. On our podcast, we will be providing information and discussions around pertinent health issues in our communities. So keep tuning in as we are your resource for all things minority health. Hello and welcome to Minority Health Matters with the Indiana Minority Health Coalition. I'm your host for today, Erica Pedrosa, and today we're going to be talking about healthy lifestyle tips. Um, I feel like it's some exciting information. Um, we're hearing from our expert here at IMHC, um, Renee Rogers. She is our healthy lifestyle manager, and we think this is a very fitting topic to discuss being that we're still in National Minority Health Month, um, and so... excuse me, we thought what better time to to talk about ways we can get healthy. So welcome, Renee. Thank you for joining me. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Great. Um, We're gonna get right into it. And I want to just hear from you, Renee. Um, Some of the work you've been doing is is centered around these topics. And so I want to hear from you. Uh, Okay. I want to hear from you, if you if you don't mind, if you could share some of your top, let's say three healthy lifestyle tips.
1: Three of my healthy lifestyle tips would be getting enough sleep. Getting enough sleep is so very important. It um, helps you from having brain fog. You know how you wake up in the morning and you haven't had enough rest and you're groggy. Yes. So my circle of family, they call me the nine o'clocker. Okay. Because they know that I am getting ready to go to bed by 8.45. <laughs>
0: I love it. So
1: I love my rest. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, being hydrated. Keeping your body well hydrated is so very important. Your body is made up of what, eighty, almost 80% of water. So drinking the water is so very important. And just keep everything flowing and flushed, if I can say. Um, thirdly, moving the body exercising. And it doesn't have to be going to the gym, working out for one hour. The CDC recommends 150 minutes per week. And moving mm-hmm. your body is just intentionally moving, right. whether you're doing your vacuuming, you're sweeping, you're mopping your household chores, just over exaggerate those movements. Okay. So moving your body.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh, I love your tips. Um, they are not what I was expecting, but definitely so important. Um, and so we said getting some good quality sleep, yes, staying hydrated yes. and moving the body. Yes. Love it. And we're going to delve a little bit deeper into some of those. Um, but first, I want to know uh, what brought you to do this work of promoting healthy lifestyles, healthy choices among minorities. Okay, um, I've always been someone who loved exercise. So I used to
1: be um, an aerobic instructor okay. um, for years. And so I stopped doing aerobics. And my cousin called me one day, she was diagnosed with prediabetes, and she found out about the um, NDPP program here at IMHC. I'm going to stop
0: you right there. Can you tell our listeners what the NDPP program is?
1: My apologies. NDPP is a national diabetes prevention program. Okay. Okay. So so she was diagnosed with, um, pre-diabetes and she came to a class and she called me one evening and she, she knows that I just love stuff like this. So she Mm -hmm. said, cousin, will you come and support me? And I said, absolutely. So I came with her and supported her and As being a participant myself, but not being diagnosed with prediabetes, I learned that the evidence-based program with the NDPP program, it just, it works. Mm -hmm. And it helped me and it helped her. So I went from being a participant to being a lifestyle coach. And now I'm the the healthy lifestyle manager here at the Indiana Minority Health Coalition.
0: That's wonderful. It's funny how just life takes you on this journey and you just end up different places doing things you love. So that's great. Thank you for sharing that story. Um, what is something? So in that first, I'm just curious, um, when you joined, well, you said your cousin? Yes. Okay. When you joined your cousin for that first NDPV class, what is something that like that you learned or that stood out to you, if you could recall? Absolutely. I can recall it. It was moving your body. It's okay. all about moving,
1: moving more which is going to burn those calories and learning how to eat and
0: also learning what we put into our bodies. Okay. Oh, awesome. Great stuff. I'm so glad that here at IMHC that we're placing emphasis on these topics and importance um, because oftentimes um, we're not doing these things. So for those tuning in who may not know why this is such an important topic, why we have somebody like Renee here at IMHC doing this work, is because um, minorities um, see a lot of health disparities, um, with a lot of them being um, chronic health issues. Uh, We experience, um, particularly um, brown and black people, um, African-Americans, Latinos, Hispanics, Native Americans, we experience higher rates of obesity, diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, and, and just more like that, that do you have a lot where your lifestyle plays an important role in those outcomes, we're seeing those those higher rates. Um, so one of the statistics in preparing for this podcast that I read, that's like really caught my attention, was that 45, around 45 to 50% of African Americans have some form of cardiovascular disease. Um, and that is largely impacted by lifestyle factors, as I mentioned, like, your diet or physical activity levels. So, um, although some things are out of our control, I'm not saying, um, "Hey, everyone, get you know, get it together." It's all our fault. There are um, there's there's something that's called social determinants of health. There's a lot of factors that play into why we have poor health outcomes in many areas. Um, some of the social determinants of health is racism, uh, poverty, education, housing, environmental exposures, violence. Um, And we shed a lot of light on those issues here at IMHC. Um, But a lot of those factors may be out of our control. So I think it's really important to sometimes take a step back and focus on what we can control some of those lifestyle factors that we can't control, like, like moving, um, going for walks, or getting enough sleep, um, and really emphasizing that so we can feel empowered, so we do have some sort of autonomy in our lives and can make choices. So I'm so glad you're here, Renee, and we could talk about these things. Um, okay, so my next question, um, when we talk about healthy habits, it's so hard for for us to talk about these things like eating healthy, sleeping, staying hydrated um, without kind of also shedding light on the mental um, or spiritual (laughs) aspect. So if you don't mind, I'd love to hear your thoughts on if there's um, or how you can somehow connect this mental spiritual aspect to um, a healthy life.
1: Okay. Well, what I would say as far as your spiritual life, for me and what I've learned, the spirituality is just having peace, okay, peace in your life and whatever your, how your higher power is, how you obtain your peace in your life. I recommend it. You're going to go through things. You're going to go through challenges in life, right? Mm-hmm. But if you know that you have a higher power that is there to give you that peace and that comfort, you can go through it a little bit more easily.
0: Yes. Absolutely. I love that. And so um, I want to kind of circle back um, on some of these these, uh, top three lifestyle tips that you gave um, and talk a little bit more about quality sleep. Um, What would you say is recommended every night for people to have optimum health? How many hours of sleep should we be getting? They say eight to nine. Okay. I love it. So like you, I love my sleep. My husband can tell you that I love my sleep and I don't want to be woken up before my alarm goes off. And also like you, I'm normally in bed by 9 p.m. So um, I love my sleep. It's not something that I valued a lot in college, <laughs> but looking back, I said, that's probably why I was sick a lot. Absolutely. It, yeah. Cause that's your, your body's time to heal. Your body is, is rejuvenating when it's, when it's sleep. Okay. 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 That's great to hear. And the first, um, I love my doctor. So shout out to my doctor. I won't put her out there. But the first doctor um, is my current doctor who ever mentioned the importance of sleep to me. And I love that she takes like a holistic approach when we talk about my health. And I remember sitting down talking with her and she wants to know kind of what my diet was like and things like that. But she really emphasized like, what's sleep like? And, um, she says, you know, that's like the most important thing. So I love that you mentioned that in your yes. top three. And she, um, she says oftentimes like not getting right, re- like having a regular sleep pattern is really important. Not just having the eight or nine hours of sleep, but like going to bed at a consistent time and waking up at a consistent time, yes. which I didn't know was so important. And she says that, um, She's done studies, and she's really into to researching that and how it also impacts obesity. So I I was really shocked to hear that. So I started looking into it, and um, I found out that not getting enough quality sleep regularly it raises the risk of many diseases and disorders, including heart disease, stroke, yes. um, obesity, and high just, blood pressure. Yes, all of that. And so I was I was just really surprised to hear that. So. Um, for those listening, create a regular sleep schedule for you, for your children, for your spouse, encourage it with your family members. That's really important. The yeah. next one you gave Renee was staying hydrated. What would you recommend? Like, like, what are some tips you think on helping us to make sure that we're staying hydrated and drinking enough water? I would just say drink your water throughout your day. Okay. A lot of times you you see
1: people carry their water around mm-hmm. and that's a good thing. Just drink your water. Just um, sip on it. Okay. You don't have to gulp it down and mm-hmm. you don't have to force yourself to try to drink 32 ounces at what time, but mm-hmm. just drink it. Just sip on it as you go along your day. You're having conversation with someone, just sip on your water.
0: Okay. That's that's a great tip because if I don't have have it there handy with me, I'm not drinking it. So keep it handy. Fill your water bottles up. Make sure you have it with you and stay hydrated. Yes. Mm -hmm. And
1: start with baby steps. You know, they say that you should drink half of your body weight in water. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, if you look at your body weight and the amount of ounces of water that you need to drink, that can be very intimidating. Right. So (laughs) don't start with two gallons of water, just start drinking water.
0: Okay. Just start drinking water and you can do things, um, like, I know I have some friends who are like, oh, water's boring, so they add lemon and cucumber yes. and different different things to just help them stay motivated and drinking their water through the day. It makes yes. it a little fun. Okay, and then moving the body. So I'm, I'm just over here. I'm chatty today because I love this one, too. Um, so recently, it's something that I've worked on, but I'd say in these last couple years, I've... Um, really try to emphasize this for myself um, because it's something I'm working on I think we all want to work on it but especially working at a minority health organization um, you want to advocate for healthy decisions healthy behaviors but you should also look the part right so you (laughs) so it's something I focus on and I have lost some weight this year but I I could attribute that I think to going to the gym Um, but as Renee said it doesn't have to be like excruciating like crazy really doesn't. <laughs> no that's something else that my doctor shared and she was like you know you could stretch just move like do peaceful thing you don't want to add too much stress to the body either by working out too hard and I'm right. um, stressing the body out but um when you're washing your dishes just kind of like do a little dance. salsa dance <laughs> okay I like it yes Uh, Have you ever noticed that, I don't know, do you track your steps or have you ever tracked your steps? I have tracked my steps before and I loved it. I've stopped doing it. Okay. Don't don't tell. No, me too. I need it. It's
1: awesome. I need to get another Fitbit because tracking your steps is awesome. Trying to get that 10,000 steps a day. It was Mm -hmm. so much fun for me.
0: Right. It's like a daily challenge. Yes. Um, But those days that I would like clean the house, I didn't realize how active it was making me like dang i got those ten thousand steps cleaning the house yep cleaning out vacuuming walking around picking things up so we you can find fun ways to do this and there's tons of tips and resources online um just on you know you could just google tips to, to keep moving and just so many things online youtube videos you don't have to have a gym membership um you can There's tons of aerobic and cardio dance videos online. I have a friend. Oh, she's so motivational. She posts her, uh, she goes and works out every day, but doing dance classes. And she's like, it doesn't matter how you burn the calories, just burn the calories. And she's just having fun doing her thing. And I'm like, that looks like so much fun. So don't don't make that
1: mistake and eat that Snicker bar and drink that Pepsi and think, oh, I'm going to go to the gym and work
0: it off. Mm -hmm. No, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that simple. Okay. You know, I fell into that trap before, but yeah, no, that's a, another good tip. So make smart choices with your diet. Um, this is a great conversation though. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to add into this conversation about staying healthy? Absolutely. It starts with the
1: mind. Mm-hmm. You change your mindset, change your lifestyle to change your life. Mm. change that mindset we, we've all mind. been conditioned um for so many years to do things a certain way i'm right. not saying it's the right thing i'm not saying it's the wrong thing i'm just saying change it up mm-hmm. you'll see that it'll work for you
0: i love that it starts with the mind what's the mind frame like so let's all get in the right mind frame um let's start removing some of those added sugars get Absolutely. moving spend some quiet time with yourself, get your sleep, stay hydrated. Yes. I love it. And what better time to start than um, in the spring before the summer and just keep it going. That's right. Keep it moving. (laughs) Thank you so much, Renee, for joining me today to have this conversation. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Great. And um, hopefully we'll do this again. We're going to the next time we speak with you, Renee, we're hoping to talk about some of the work that you're doing there in our uh, as a healthy lifestyle manager. Absolutely. Okay, great. Until next time, guys. Thanks for tuning in with Minority Health Matters. Take care.
1: Thanks for joining us. You can stay in touch with us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and also our website at www.imhc.org. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and also our YouTube channel. This is IMHC Minority Health Matters Podcast. Until next time.